I'm Kip Grinnells of Dogman.com with Scott Eklund. Another emergency podcast with another commitment to the University of Washington. Scott, it's been a busy week when it comes to recruiting. Yeah, never a dull moment, never really an off-season anymore for uh, for us or the or the Husky coaches. So uh, big commitment, though, from uh, Mikel Steen earlier today. Yeah, it just seems like they keep on rolling. Is this something where guys wanting to get this over with before their season starts, before Husky football season starts, or does it have something to do with spots getting limited? I, I think it's both, honestly. I, I you know I don't want to be that guy that just says the the it's both, but it really is because Mikel Steen had been favoring Washington for quite some time. And I think he was waiting for his friend and teammate, Elijah Jackson, to make his decision. And uh, Esteen was going to make his decision before his senior season. And like I said, Washington had been the leader for a long time. And I think he just he can see things starting to wrap up with this class for the University of Washington. And I think he was ready to make his decision. And I, you know, it's a great pickup for the University of Washington because he's a very, very versatile, versatile player. Tell me about his versatility. So if you watch his film, he's almost exclusively playing as the boundary um, corner uh, for, you know, out, out on the, um, uh, you know, out on the field for Lawndale. That means he's basically playing um, on the strong side where they're a little bit closer to the boundary and things like that. But I personally think he's going to be the guy who ends up playing more um uh, more of a or more of a safety nickel kind of spot once he gets to the University of Washington. Now he told me back in, I don't know, I think it was it was spring sometime like April or May, possibly even a little bit before that. And he told me that Washington told him they could see him playing any position in the secondary for them, and he was willing to play anywhere. He liked playing corner, but he said I'm willing to play anywhere, and I really like coach Lake and I trust him and I think he would develop me into an NFL prospect. I think that's kind of what he's going to, one of the big reasons why he ended up committing to the university of Washington was because of those things. He visited the university of Washington and really loved it. So, um, but yeah, I, I think this is a guy who could be really strong against the run. I think he could play kind of that same role that Buda Baker, Taylor Rapp, those kind of guys have played here over the last couple of years. Safety or corner. What's your gut? I, I personally think safety. I think a cover safety is where he's going to fit best. He's 6'1", he's about 185 pounds, and I think he'll be 200 pretty easily once he gets to the University of Washington. Tell me a little bit about number-wise. We've gone over this and over this and over this. Where are we at number-wise now? Well, right now we are at, I think that's that makes 18 commitments for uh, to the University of Washington. Um, and Washington is only going to take, uh, 23 or 24 in the class. Uh, so like you said, Kim numbers are getting tight. They're getting even tighter in the secondary though, because that makes three, uh, corn, uh, defensive back commitments in this class with Jacoby Covington committing yesterday. Um, now McKella Steen, uh, today and, uh, James Smith at the end of July, and there's really only one more spot in the secondary left, and that leaves Elijah Jackson, and that leaves Aiden Hector. And I know both of those guys have been priorities for Washington, and um, I just think uh, Jackson is the guy they would like to wrap up because he's a true corner prospect. But, you know, you got that local guy, Aiden Hector, sitting out there, and he's a talented kid too. And 
I just, you know, I think the coaches are going to have a tough decision to make on who they're going to pursue and, and pressure on this. It sounds like it sounded like Elijah Jackson was ready to make his decision. And that's the one who kind of started this ball rolling. I remember us finding out that uh, Elijah Jackson was going to make his decision at four o'clock. We called around, we made some calls. We thought it was going to be the University of Washington. We had everything ready to go. And he's the one who doesn't end up making a decision. <laughs> so, you know, it's just crazy the way the the uh, recruiting process goes for a lot of these kids. Yeah, and I've got this vision of the mad dash to the telephone with one spot left. It's like musical chairs and the music just stopped and you got a couple guys out there. Is there a mad dash for that last chair? Because my gut tells me Aiden Hector is going to wind up at Stanford. Yeah, well, that's my gut, too. And my gut says that nothing's going to make him hurry up his decision. He doesn't want to decide until the end of September. And I don't think that's going to rush him at all. Elijah Jackson's the one who really needs to think about how long he wants to wait to do this. He's got one of his best friends and teammates already committed to the University of Washington. He really does like the University of Washington. I think what he's a little nervous about is will I get to play very quickly or will I have to wait a long time? And, and I think that's something that is under consider, consideration. One of his other top schools, Cal, has one of the best secondaries in the country, just like Washington does. So right now they've got just as good of a reputation as Washington does with a lot of these kids. So, you know, I think that's another thing that he needs to consider. Um, they don't have the depth that Washington has, but they definitely have a um, – you know, they definitely have a lot of front end talent for themselves. So, you know, we'll just have to see. I, I think Elijah Jackson's a perfect fit at the University of Washington with his length and what he can do. And Aiden Hector's kind of that tweener guy, could play safety, could play corner at the next level. Been a busy couple of days, Scott. Some things we yeah. thought. Yeah, no, you know, I, well, I, I mean, it's just, it's funny because you just, you think it's going to be, okay, this is pretty easy. You know, one guy, we just need to get him taken care of. And and then we'll probably get another guy in a couple of days and then another guy in a couple of days. And meanwhile, we get two commitments in two days and we thought we, we could possibly get a third. And you just never know. That could be a third could end up making his decision and making his announcement as well. Yeah, it very easily could happen while we're doing this podcast later tonight or tomorrow. I mean, w- would any of those time frames surprise you? No, nothing would surprise me. I mean, I've been doing this for 16 years, Kim. I, nothing surprises me when it comes to recruiting. The decision-making process of 17, 16-year-old kids, 18-year-old kids, just, I mean, they they could tell you one thing and really, truly believe it, and 20 minutes later, go completely the opposite way. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how it all happens. We're inside of two weeks for opening kickoff at Husky mm-hmm. Stadium. Scott, tomorrow, Monday, you've you've got a recruiting blog working on. You're going to have enough? Is there enough out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got enough. I'm planning on one tomorrow morning for, for the people who really are kind of jonesing for that. I know that uh, a lot of people have been asking a lot of questions. There just hasn't been a ton going on um, that we could really report. And now we've got some things we can talk about a little bit. All right. Look for Scott's recruiting blog first thing Monday morning for all of us at dogman.com. I'm Kim Grenolds along with Scott Eklund. Go dogs.